0: on today's episode of the tweet show podcast we're going to talk some college football week one i can't believe college football is here i'm so excited for it i can't wait for it we got some games tonight but before we get to any of the college football preview stuff i got a couple things to uh, talk about that's happened in the sports world within the last past 24 hours so with that being said let's get started with today's episode back to another episode of the Tweet Show, guys. It is Thursday, September 1st. It is officially September, which basically means football is back. It's officially football season. We got rid of preseason football. We're right into college football season now. It's officially week one. Week zero was basically a preseason for all us college football fans. I just wanted to watch a couple games to get ourselves back into the rhythm of all that other stuff. But now we are officially going to start games and we got. Some games tonight, I can't wait for, for some of them, for sure, so let me run down some of the games that will be happening tonight, and pull it up here, we've got, so here's some of the games I'll probably be watching tonight, for sure. I'll be watching the West Virginia, and, hold on, I'm just, I am got I'm so excited, I was gonna tell you guys what's been going on in the sports world. So let me let me back up, I'm gonna save all the college football stuff in just a moment. Let me talk about what's been going on. So here's three things I wanna talk about real quick. So Donovan Mitchell just got traded to keep, to the cleveland cavaliers and that is just like oh my gosh that's crazy i i thought he was going to the knicks everybody kind of thought he was going to go to the knicks which i i thought so too because like it was just you know one of those things like everybody just talked about him going to the knicks and knicks knicks and because he's from the area and all that other stuff it's like you know it was like oh he's going to the knicks or he was just going to stay in utah but no cleveland came out of nowhere and just sent him or sent utah all their draft picks or not all of them but a lot of draft picks and some players for donovan mitchell and now donovan's gonna be teaming up with uh uh, what's his name uh uh, there's evan mobley jared allen uh lavert and you also have that uh god garland yep garland that's what i was thinking of garland um and then you have i mean there's some talent there's some real talent in cleveland for sure because their odds kind of boosted up a little bit with this Donovan Mitchell trade. And, like, Donovan Mitchell doesn't really – I mean, it really makes him a contender in the East. But I don't know if it makes him a championship contender for sure. It like, it makes him a playoff team and all that stuff. Because they were, they were a playoff team. For, I mean, they looked really good in the, in the regular season. But, you know, they weren't – I don't think they were ready to make that next step. And I think this move right here makes them – definitely a playoff team so we'll see you know within the new years comes how this trade with donovan mitchell comes uh if this helps him win maybe win a championship or just makes him competitive every year until they get another superstar maybe like donovan i mean donovan's not really a superstar but he's he's a star in his own right he's like emerging he's an emerging superstar with potential because like obviously we saw him in the bubble and he was just absolutely amazing but like you know Utah to always like either blow that three one lean when they had in the bubble against Utah or against Denver, and I mean they they just weren't they just um, weren't really threats in the West. So maybe with the stress start, maybe Donovan can finally get some more uh, recognitions and maybe some more opportunities to actually to succeed instead of playing in the West and always getting beat by the uh, Clippers or the something like that. So, uh, anyways, so that was it. That was kind of one of the bigger news. I didn't was going to really talk about it until it happened. I was like, oh, Donovan Mitchell just got treated. Wow. So, uh, and then obviously for Utah, I mean, they're just on full on tank mode. They got all these draft picks now. They got some keep. Uh, they got some young players, and nobody's going to really talk about Utah now because they're in full rebuild, all that stuff. So, that'll be real f- interesting to see how you. I mean, nobody's going to really watch Utah. Maybe I will. Maybe. Well, who knows? So uh let's see anything else oh Serena williams obviously advanced after beating some i was watching the third set so obviously she won her sets or she won the match and now she's advanced on to the third round of the u.s open so congratulations to her she's obviously one of the best tennis woman's tennis players of all time she's she's very uh She's very good at uh, tennis for sure. I really don't want to watch that movie of her and her sister. Is it in her dad? What was it called? Like King Williams or something like that? But that looks really interesting. But, anyways, uh, Serena obviously winning her uh, match. And we just want to recognize her as one of the goats of the sports world, even in tennis. And just, she's got. Her name alone, whenever you say Serena Williams, the first thing that comes to your mind is tennis and how she. I mean, even if you're not even a sportsman fan, you just you know of Serena Williams and you know her story and all that other stuff. I mean, she's obviously one of the um, people in the world. You just stop. Even sometimes when you're not even a sports fan, you might just go, you know, hey, I heard Serena Williams was playing. Can we watch that? And you just go, sure, why not? Play, watch some tennis. So I mean, she's just one of those players you stop and. You just watch her. You just watch her greatness. And obviously she's getting up there in age and obviously she wants to start getting, she wanted to have another kid. She's already got a dollar, but she wants another one. And after this US, she's gonna retire. So maybe, I don't know if she'll come back and play more tenants after she has uh, had the second child or not, So, uh, um, but anyways, I mean, props to her whenever, Even if she wins or loses the U.S. Open, whenever she went, if she wins, that's great. It's a great story in sports because we always want to look for those stories in sports because it's so fun to see those stories of, you know, watching, like, because, like, even when Tiger Woods, last time when Tiger Woods won the Masters, that was a great story. It was like, oh, my God, Tiger Woods just won the Master again. We never thought we'd ever see Tiger Woods maybe even win the Master, just maybe even win a Majors because of the whole thing it wasn't prior to the car accident but even before the car accident there was other you know stuff he was getting up in age and all that other stuff but it's just there were stories like that we just go we just we just gotta live in the moment and we just gotta go man i can't believe we're seeing this live man i just i want to appreciate the greatness that serena williams has done over the years and serena williams just amazing amazing stuff i mean I, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it just in case she does lose. I want to at least witness greatness for one more time. So obviously we get to see it one more time. Obviously, I think today she's got doubles with her sister. And then Friday she'll have um her, her next match. So I don't know who she'll play, but I will be sure be watching. Cause like I said, you gotta, you gotta cherish these moments with these great players and these great, and these goats like LeBron Brian, Tom, and Tiger and Serena, he, you know, even Kobe sometimes, or the late great Kobe Bryant, you know, you got to cherish these moments. When you see your favorite athlete on the field, you just got to cherish the moment. You go, man, this might be the, one of the times you just remember it and then you'll never forget it. And you just got to go, man, I got to cherish this moment because I'll never know if I'll ever see this athlete again or never know if I'll ever see this athlete compete at a high level, you know, stuff like that. You just got to cherish those moments sometimes when it comes to these athletes. So that's why it was, we always, I always appreciate athletes when they give us all their best and try to entertain us as sports fans and entertain and succeed at a high level and all that other stuff. So I'm mean, props to Serena Williams for sure. I, uh, I've always been a pretty big fan of hers, of her work and just stuff she's done off the court for sure. And then the final story uh, was uh, just a brief one here. Uh, Russell Wilson ex- signed an extension with the uh, Denver Broncos for five more years. So he'll be there. So he'll be a uh, Denver Bronco for seven years. So I think – I think I don't know how old Russell Wilson is. I think he's like 33 or something like that. I don't know. Let me look up how old Russell Wilson is. Russell Wilson is, I believe, 33. Let's see. Let's see. Russell Wilson, if I can get an age. Yep, he's 33 years old. So – I think he'll be like what seven years from now he'll be 40 if, if i did my math right <laughs> yeah that sounds all right yeah, yeah yeah so by the time the contract's over he'll be 40 so it, you know that that seven years from now they gotta they gotta win a super bowl with those within those seven years that's why they got, they got that's why they got russell wilson that's why they gave him all that money that's why they got him all these pieces so within those seven years from now they gotta win a super bowl with russ i mean it's you know, you gotta do whatever you gotta do. It's it's Super Bowl bust. I don't know if it's Super Bowl or bust this year, but within the next like I think four years from now, obviously you got the seven years, but like four years from within the next four years, you gotta win. You gotta at least win one. If then within the next within the seven, maybe you get two. You gotta at least get one with Russ. If Russell Wilson's gonna be your quarterback, you at least get one. And obviously, I, obviously we all know that that division's gonna be real tough with that even the conference as well but that division is really tough so i will see how the denver broncos will do will do because i'm going to do a whole more broncos content um next week when we do nfl previews so i'll go more deeper deep and dive on that and i'm hoping to get my cousin owen to hop on the pod when we do nfl previews so i'll get to talk to him about that i think he'll do it because he's always been wanting he's like yeah i'll do it yeah i'll do it i'm like okay he's got to do it you know sometimes when you like try to get a guest you're like hey can you come on the pod you're like yeah yeah sure 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 i'll, I'll come on i'll come on and then you know stuff happens and you'll really hit. i gotta do better about like actually asking people to come on and like i like irritate them, be like hey come on my fm podcast you know stuff like that so hoping next week i'll get owen we'll do the nfl previews and all that stuff so okay so let's get to college football stuff right now Here we go. I, like I said, kind of in the preview a bit before I got kind of kind of gotten carried away with it. I'm so excited! College football is officially back. Gosh, I'm so excited. Oh my gosh! Football, just in general, I'm just so glad it's back. I kind of almost forgot that football. <laughs> no, never mind. I was gonna say like football almost didn't exist. I was like, well, never mind. I watched all these talk shows talk about f- football just in general. All the time. So never mind. I was going to say, like, I forgot how much excitement I get around football time. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. Because, you know, you get carried away with watching like other sports sometimes. So it's it's like, you know, it is what it is. So it's like sometimes I can't even put in the words what I'm experiencing right now with college football. So, OK, let's just stop talking. Let's just get right down to it. So we got some games tonight. As we're recording, we got three games that I'm looking really forward to maybe even four. I'm looking forward to the West Virginia Pitt game. Obviously, that's the backyard brawl. I don't know too much about the rivalry, but I know they hate each other. I mean, hate each other. And then there's like one game in particular with the rivalry, is like the uh, what was it? Like 12 years ago, the West Virginia was like number one and Pitt was unranked, and like they were like a huge underdogs. And then West Virginia like blew it, and like they they lost to Pitt. That was the last time they played each other. So it's like one of those things. Like dang i would hate for a rivalry to almost end like that like if they never would have played again until like today i would have been the oh i would have hold that card for a while I'm like, mm, here's uh that so i mean i guess they've been playing for like a long time i'm kind of curious on what the rivalry uh series goes uh let's go let's look up pitt versus west virginia History. Let me find the history of it. Let's see. It's called a backyard bra, I guess. So let's see. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Here we go. So, like I said, the first I guess the first meeting was in October 26th of eighteen ninety-five. The first meeting resulted as. Result: in West Virginia 8, WUP, I'm going to guess, uh, Pittsburgh University 0. The last meeting was in November 25th of 2011. The result was West Virginia 21, Pitt 20. I got that. Maybe I was thinking of something else. I don't know. There's some game that was crazy. Maybe I said it wrong. So either way, I guess there's that. The next meeting was obviously today. They have met 150. 100, 104 times. The all-time series goes to Pitt 61, West Virginia 40. The largest victory came in September, no, November 8, 1904 as Pitt won 35-0. Currently, West Virginia is on a three-game win streak. The longest win streak for Pitt was on 15. The longest West Virginia streak was five from 92 to 96 the last 10 though have gone to west virginia mm, that's very interesting very very interesting interesting so yeah these uh backyard brawls and stuff it's very uh it's nasty up there so i'm excited about that for sure I'll be watching that. Obviously, I'm gonna be slightly rooting for West Virginia because they're part of the Big 12, and I always root for most of the Big 12 teams unless your name is Texas. And then we got Pitt, Purdue, or no, we got <laughs> not Pitt. We got Pitt, Pitt, Penn State. There we go. could never, couldn't stop saying Pitt. Penn State versus Purdue. That Big Ten already. Big Ten games already starting. That's kind of. Uh, I don't get why they're already. I would get yet again. I do know because they got so many goddamn teams in the league, and now they're gonna have like. USC and UCLA that's another conversation I may have may not have mentioned it in the pod I don't know anyways Pitt or not Pitt gosh darn it Penn State versus Purdue I like Purdue in this game because it's at home Purdue is always a team that no one ever expects to win and they always do end up winning and like they're just they're just like there's always a team that no one ever wants to face. They're like, ah, Purdue, fuck, we don't wanna face them. Especially like in October, November, you don't wanna face them. Especially if you are like riding high and you were like one of the big 10 teams are riding high, like Iowa and Michigan State last year, they were riding high, they're like, yeah, we're on top of the world, baby, yeah. And then next thing you know, they're like, here comes the Purdue bowlermakers crashing and burning their season so I'm excited to see that I do like I said I do think Purdue's probably gonna win the game it might be close if you're uh interested in gambling a bit I take Purdue in the points three and a half as we speak on I looked at DraftKings so this is DraftKings numbers it could be it could be different somewhere else but as I know of as of right now I know it's three and a half so if you like some put some money on games go right ahead uh, like I said, I like Purdue if you want to take the points with it. But if you want to bet against me, then go right ahead. Take take uh, Penn State minus three and a half. Go right ahead. I don't have any faith in Penn State. I think Penn State's not going to be very really good this year. I mean, they'll be good, but just not like top 15 worthy. They're not going to be a top 15 team, I don't think. Uh, then we also have OK State and uh, Central Michigan. Uh, last time these guys played, I, I remember... There was some crazy like play where OKC lost on the last play of the game. It was it was at it was at their place or yeah it was at OK State. It was like a morning game. It was something crazy. I was like, what the heck? They just lost to Central Michigan. What are we doing? So yeah, uh, OK State's got to get up right right to ship. Got to get off to a good start against Central Michigan. I think this will be a high scoring game a bit, even though. Um, now nah, I think of that, but yet again I was gonna think I was gonna like ah there might be, it might be a bit of a low scoring because I don't think Central Michigan's gonna score, but yet again I was like ah uh, you know, um uh the OK State's defensive coordinator left them to go to Ohio State, so that's gonna be intriguing. See if OK State's defense can still hang, and if, you know if they can still repeat as you know repeat like their defensive core i mean they lost some players but it's like i said it's gonna be interesting to see what their defense kind of looks like this year for sure because like i always see them I'm like Ugh. it's always gonna be a it's either gonna be like a barn burner or it's gonna be like a dragout out brawl 2020 20, or like 2020 20, 21 to 18 or something like that or not like 18 but 20 24 21 that's usually what the that's like if Oklahoma State wanted to keep it competitive they'll keep it within like they won't let another team score 21 points but if they want to go up and down the field then yeah they'll let the other team score like 30 or something like that. It depends on what the defense or I guess it depends on who they play. But anyways, uh, like those are the games I'm excited about. I'm still, I'm a bit excited to watch I'm going to keep my eyes on Tennessee Ball State. I'm going to keep my eyes on it uh, just because of Tennessee and like what the kind of the hype around them and you know, I'm just curious on who in the SEC is going to compete with Alabama and Georgia a bit to see if anybody else can like at least compete. You know, I mean, I'm, I mean, we're all expecting Georgia and Alabama to come out of the SEC, but you know, I just want to see who maybe can give them like within the next two years. Be like, okay, this this is your guys' time now, nah, but like in the next two years, we're coming for you. We're coming. We are going to compete with the best of the best. So it's going to be very interesting for sure in the SEC. Like who's going to be in the middle of the, who's going to be like that third best team in the SEC. I'm going to say probably Tennessee might have, might have potential being the third best team. But I also think Aggies are, no, I guess I forgot about the Texas A.M. Aggies. So I'm going to say Aggies are probably the third best teams, but we'll get to them in a minute. So I'll say Tennessee is going to be between three and five for sure. I like the potential of them. And I think their offense could be explosive because obviously they have their coach who's from the US, Central Florida offense, and that Central Florida offense is always explosive. So, like I said, I'm expecting points in that game. And uh, then we got the Friday night games, and I'm only got I only got three down. So I we got Western Michigan versus Michigan State. We're going to see how Michigan State responds to the obviously great start, but then they started they slow down a bit. They got it up to a bit rough start towards the end. And then they finally, they won the bowl game. We'll see how they go. You know, they're going to be like, they're a top 15 team. They lost some people. They lost Kenneth Walker to the draft and can't remember if they lost somebody else. But that's all as I have, as of now, that's all I know. I think they're going to be pretty good. I don't know if they're going to win the West because obviously the West is going to be run by Ohio State. Like, I don't know if they're going to be the second or third best team in that conference or that division. They'll probably be the third it depends on um, how Michigan is, but like I said, let's just focus on these games, and then we'll do some more breakdowns of that. Um, I think Washington Michigan probably will, it could hang for a little bit, could hang for a little while for sure in that first half, and then usually in the second half, like teams like Michigan State puts them away in that third quarter and just say goodnight. And then we have TCU and Colorado. It's not – like. See the names, you're like, oh, that should be a really intriguing game. Which it might be, but I'm not, I'm not expecting a good game. I'm, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch at least the first half, see how it goes. But I don't like Colorado this year. They're not gonna be very good. They lost a lot of people. They got a new hook coach. Usually, what that means is they usually have to rebuild the program back up, and you know they're just not gonna do very well. So I'm expecting TCU to probably win by a lot. And I also just saw like this TikTok video. Some guy has bet from like from July to now or something, something crazy. He's got $4,500 worth of bets, multiple bets of TCU winning against Colorado. So it's like, bro, what? <laughs> so he's got it from eight. I think he's got it from TCU winning by eight or he's got it from TCU minus 11 or something like that. It's something crazy. It's a crazy... Like I don't know. I'm mean, here. Let me see if I can find it. Cause it's like one of those like weird things. You're like, wow, that's uh, that's unique. Let's see if I can still find them. Let me see. I'm kind of intrigued now. Yeah, but no, it's like a lot of bets. You put it like, like I said, like 4500 $4, dollars worth of bets on this um on TCU. There we go. This guy's name is Prince. Pinston Lopez. I don't like. I said. I guess that's its name on TikTok, but he's got. He's also got a YouTube channel, and he's uh like I said, he's got like four thousand five hundred bets on TCU, so he's got a lot of. He's got a, like if TCU wins by like fourteen, he's good. He's he's got it on the bank. He's got to win like, basically five thousand dollars worth of money. So, good for him. But I mean, geez. because he bet like a hundred dollars every day until september 1st on tcu to cover the spread so that's basically what the concept was is he put he placed a hundred dollars worth of money into tcu covering the spread and then he kept going up because he obviously he kept placing the placing the bets so uh, then we also have Illinois, Indiana That's not much of a game Nobody's got really too much to watch But I'll probably watch Just because Illinois Second year under Brett Milia, Or under that uh, Brett guy He seems intriguing And obviously Illinois It's a football program Kind of up on the rise uh, Indiana's going back downhill After that COVID year After that COVID season And kind of were up And now they're back down They, they stink So yeah I'm, I'm going to watch But like I don't know. Like I said, I don't. I haven't done my total research on a lot of these teams, so go watch like or listen to a bunch of like podcasts and like watch a bunch of videos and stuff like that. Just be like, okay, what do I need to know? We got the Saturday slate, and this is more than a lot of the games will be happening. This is some of the games I'll probably keep my eyes on and watch maybe. So I got obviously the Homer one, ISU versus Southern Eastern Missouri State. I don't know who the fuck they are. Don't know anything about them. We'll probably beat them by a lot. And then you guys still have our rivals, Iowa versus South Dakota State. I'm hoping South Dakota State beats them, but I probably won't happen. So that's a hot game. It's always going to be fun to watch. Then we also have UNC, Appalachian State. UNC coming off that, like kind of like us, We're, had some high expectations. We didn't live up to the expectations as much as we should have. And... They lost Sam Howell, they lost some other players, and they've got our new, like, core players, and they are only favored by one point against Appalachian State, so that game's going to be pretty intriguing, for sure. So, it might be a slight bit upset, but, like I said, the spread's only once. It, like, if you just didn't know about the point spread, they're like, oh, Appalachian State beat uh UNC, that's kind of an upset, isn't it? you're like, well, yeah, sort of, but, I mean, it was only one point. Like, UNC was only favored by one, so... So it's, like, one of those things, like, it was, like, oh, they lost? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, they did, but, like, not that much, though, so. Then you got Oregon, or you got, or- you got the big one here. We got Oregon, Georgia. I Also, got Oregon's, the uh, new head coach is from the Oregon, or from the Georgia's defensive coordinator who's not at Oregon. You also have Bo Nix. Everybody forgets that Bo Nix is an Oregon Duck. For those people out there who forgot, Bo Nix was at Auburn. Who kind of stinked, but now he's at Oregon, so people forget. They're like, "Oh yeah, just a reminder: Bo Nix is a Oregon Ducks." Just remind you guys who've watched enough college football. Maybe just, you don't know, want, you know, like follow as much as on the off season. Reminder: Bo Nix is a Oregon Ducks. So that's just a reminder for all you guys out there uh, that Bo Nix is, is a is an Oregon Duck. I don't know if he'll start or not. I don't know. I, like I said, I have I should have done like a bit more research, but I'm just gonna keep going so you obviously have georgia who's obviously the reigning defending national champions and you know i mean i'm, ex- I'm low-key expecting georgia probably beat him by at least 10 points i don't know what the spread is i think it's at 11 so i guess i was roughly close to the spread so like i said it's gonna be uh very interesting because obviously georgia's lost a lot of defense players because like all their defensive starters from last year are gone they gone when they went pro and and obviously they brought back Denson Bennett, who was obviously the quarterback that won in the height or won the national championship. And it's going to be interesting to see if Georgia can repeat the success that they had last year, or if they might take a slight, just like a tiny step back, and maybe they slip up against Oregon. We'll see. It's going to be really intriguing how they do it. Obviously Kirby Smart's a really good coach, and I'm ex- like I said, I'm expecting or I'm expecting Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> did I just, did I just combine Oregon and Georgia? <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, I'm expecting Georgia to win this game. Probably cover, but I, I wouldn't go near this game. I probably take the under. Whatever the under is, just take the under. Uh, you got Cincinnati, Arkansas. I am also would stay away this game. Stay away from this game if I'm betting. Stay away to, to don't play don't place any money on it. But if you want to, go right ahead. It's not my money, but. I'm just trying to help you out. So um, Cincinnati, obviously a playoff team last year, got their butts whipped by Alabama. Not, 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 not surprised, but hey, at least they competed. They got their opportunity to be in the playoffs, and everybody's like, "Oh, we'll see what happens when you put a not power, non-power five school in." They're just gonna get their ass kicked. Well, I mean, they did, but that wasn't as bad as you may have thought it would have been. I mean, they kept they kept it pretty reasonable. They kept it a pretty reasonable butt kicking. It Wasn't a horrible butt kicking, but, anyways, uh, Cincinnati they obviously lose like some of their key players, like Sars Gardner, who's on the Jets, Desmond Redder, who's on the Falcons now, a couple other defensive uh starters. But you know, it's gonna be very interesting to see what the new Bearcats look like. This is gonna be the last year in the American Conference before they join the Big 12, so they'll see. Uh, this is obviously some good experience, uh, playing against player, teams like Arkansas, even though they're not a part of the Big 12, but you know, they get some more. Um, Just like, okay If we can be, or hang with Arkansas, we can hang with people In the Big 12, so, like I said But on the Arkansas side of things You know, they got uh, uh, KJ Jefferson Who's obviously a talented quarterback He's like a Slimmer version of Cam Newton Almost, I mean, I don't I guess he's, I don't think he's as big I think he's a bit shorter I think Cam's like a bit taller but like he's like a um, similar version of Cam Newton where he just kind of just runs the ball a lot and just runs people over. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's pretty decent. He's a pretty decent passer, but I would think most of the time he's just going to run the ball. I think Arkansas, I think Cincinnati wins the game, but it might be close. I don't know where the game's at. I think it might be in Arkansas, I'm guessing, since Cincinnati's not a power 5 team, so I'm going to guess they're probably at Arkansas. But I I'm going to guess that Cincinnati wins this game i'm gonna i'm gonna put them i'm gonna put my word to it that cincinnati wins the game and arkansas starts the season oh and one it would be another good resume booster for sure for cincinnati because i i mean basically if cincinnati wins this game i don't i don't know i haven't looked in cincinnati's schedule but i'm not gonna do that right now i would take too much time but anyways um oh we got okay so we got utah and florida after Utah coming off that incredible game in the Rose Bowl, after they lost to Ohio State but they came off that incredible performance but their defense gave up like a shit ton of yards to that one one Ohio State wide receiver Jackson Nagio Smith or something like that I'll pronounce his name but he's, he's good I love him to death I love his game I'm like oh my god this guy is so good and again, Ohio State wide receivers have been good like the past like five years. I don't understand where the, these Ohio State wide receivers keep coming from. Uh, so obviously, Florida's under a new head coach, a new a new everything. They got a lot of new things. They got rid of Dan Mullen. They got a new this new guy named Bill. Is it Bill Napier? No, what's his name? Bill Napier. I don't even remember his name. But they got a new head coach. He's from Louisiana. Man or no, not Monroe, but Louisiana. He's a raging Cajun. That's a that's a, that's lose it. I don't know. <laughs> I just know he's from Louisiana, raging Cajuns. He's the head coach there because obviously, obviously, I obviously played them a couple years ago, so I remember them. And so I mean, it's like it is what it is. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think what else. Um, I guess I. More de- I think Utah is gonna be a really interesting team to watch in the Pac-12, especially, and just if they survive this game, they'll probably run the table a bit. Especially most of the Pac-12 teams aren't gonna beat them, I think, because they're gonna have like a really solid defense. Their quarterback's actually gonna be look like actually pretty good, I think. So like I said, it's good. They're gonna be an interesting team to watch out for. If they might make some noise, maybe even make their noises, maybe enter the conversation about making the playoffs, stuff like that. If they're representing the team. From the Pac-12 into the playoffs, so keep your eyes on on Utah for sure. You uh, Florida, like I said about Florida, they're just trying to get their name back in the name, or you know, they're just trying to get their brand back into the groove. You know, represent Florida and you know what the history is. Florida is that they have always been a, a respectable program. Obviously, the past few years they haven't been too much respected by because of Dan Mullen. I'm not saying Dan Mullen's a bad coach, but, you know, sort of, It <laughs> no sense. But anyways, let's move on to USC Rice. I'm not going to probably watch this because, one, I can't watch it because it's going to be on some stupid network or some channel that I can't watch it. So I would like to watch it. I would like to watch Kayla Williams and Lincoln Riley and their first game together go off. And I'm not gonna be able to watch it. So I mean, there there'll be a team I will be watching a lot of though. I'm gonna try and watch more USC games because I want to see what Caleb Williams looks like and all that fun stuff. It's, you know, USC because like this whole offseason they also added that pit that pit uh, wide receiver too. He's gonna be fun to watch, but you know, it's just like. USC is just like they got the the whole offseason. They added these players and Lincoln Riley and all that other stuff. So I, I don't know too much about Rice, but all I know is USC is probably going to kick their butt. So obviously USC is going to be one and zero this season. So congratulations to USC winning on week one against Rice. Let's kind of uh, let's run down some more games here before we get. I'm going to list off a couple more games. I won't go into too much detail about it. Uh, we got K State, uh, South Dakota. I like AC a lot this year. I'd like to be another, like I said, another interesting team to watch out for in the Big 12 because I think seeing a lot of seven, one through seven and the Big 12 is going to be really interesting for sure. The conference could be really fun to watch always. It's always fun to watch in the Big 12. Big 12 is one of the top three best conferences in the world. So suck at ACC and Pac-12. Um, got South Carolina. I've always, intri- I mean, also intrigued just like the same way as uh, uh, USC, South Carolina got a bunch of transfers in. I like their head coach a lot, and think he's a good coach. Uh, they're playing Georgia State. I don't expect Georgia State to probably be competitive in that game. We've Got Memphis and Mississippi State. That's gonna be a fun game as well. I think that'll be a high-scoring game a bit. So uh, let's move on to the last game. Let's do Notre Dame and Ohio State. Oh my gosh, man! <laughs> I almost forgot the breathe for a second. It's like, oh. Okay, breathe. <laughs> okay, so we got Ohio State and Notre Dame. Uh this is one of the like I said, there was one of the more um marquee games to watch out for too as well, like Georgia and Oregon. Uh my thoughts are that uh Notre Dame has no shot of winning. No shot. They got no shot of winning. Might keep it close, but they won't win. They'll keep it close. I don't know if they'll keep it. well, the spread at seventeen and a half. And like uh, Marcus Freeman, the head coach, is like, you know, he's like, you know, that's seventeen half, keep keep it going up. Uh, we're gonna use that as a motivation. I'm like, you gotta coach. I'm gonna bet against you. <laughs> maybe I'll lose too. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I probably I would. Okay, if, let me say this first. I, if I'm gonna bet on this, I wouldn't take the points on either side. I don't like it. It's a bad number. Maybe I maybe I may might take Ohio State with the points i don't know that's gonna be tricky for sure i would stay away from it just because it's like it's a tricky number 17 hats seems like a lot notre dame's also like it's a top five matchup seems like a lot of points though you know what i'm saying i don't know it's just uh it's a a tricky number so i might stay away from it for now we'll see it's still early but we'll see what the number kind of looks like towards the end of the week and Towards maybe game time, I'll look at it again. Just be like, okay, I yeah, know. But maybe, maybe I might look at the over. I'll look at it. I still haven't done a whole of my research on Saturday's games. I'm going to focus on today's games. Okay. Um, like I said, uh, Marcus, uh, obviously, Ohio State's like one of the top favorites to uh, win the league, or not even win. Yeah, obviously, win the Big Ten. Maybe even win the national championship for sure. I'm pretty high on them this year um i you know cj stroud they're they're also the wide receiver that jackson smith something whatever that out of the last name is i forgot already but him they got the running back i mean their offense is gonna be elite 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 i mean it's gonna be crazy good how good they are gonna be out on offense i don't know much about their defense they might improve because obviously they got okay state's defensive coordinator to come to them so maybe they improve that defense but i like i said i think ohio state probably wins that big 10 I don't see anybody in the Big Ten that beats them at all. I think they're going to run the table. They're going to run the table. I don't like. Hold on, let me look at their schedule a bit. Uh, I'm kind of curious on who Ohio State's got this season. Let me look it up here real quick. Ohio State is number two if anybody was curious. So after Notre Dame, they have Arkansas State. That's a win. Toledo. That's a win. Wisconsin. Win. Rutgers. Win. Michigan State win, Iowa win Penn State win, Northwestern win Indiana win, Maryland win Michigan, now that will be the that will be the outlier maybe Michigan can catch them off again maybe they uh, beat them, who knows but it's going to be a fun game to watch for sure with Notre Dame and uh, Ohio State, as long as Notre Dame keeps it competitive, but we'll see Um, so yeah uh, that's uh, pretty much it for Saturday's games. We've got one Friday, one Sunday night game. That's Florida State, LSU. Obviously, Brian Kelly, first year at LSU. Florida State's still irrelevant, even though they're, it's still Florida State. It's the name. It's Florida State, the history, and all that stuff. But they're still trying to figure out themselves. Uh, Brian Kelly, obviously, trying to re-, trying to re uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Trying to get LSU back to the promised land and what they are, because back in like 20, you know, that was like what almost four years ago now or three. They won the national championship in 2019. I mean, that was like three years ago. what seems like forever ago now. <laughs> it's crazy to think that LSU won the national championship like three years ago. So L- Brian Kelly trying to get them back to that to that level. Obviously, after the L- after LSU won the national championship, they went they just went downhill. They kept going downhill from there. Um, then obviously we have the Monday night game, the one Monday night game as well. We have Clemson and Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech stinks, and Clemson might be slightly better this year. We'll know. Who knows? I don't know. I'm going to bet my money that uh, Clemson probably is better this year. But like I said, I don't know. Because last year they kind of stunk. And mainly it was because of the quarterback play, I think. Like, I think the quarterback play just kind of ruined their season a bit. I, their offense kind of stunk. Their offense was not very good, so maybe they take a step up in the offense. Maybe DJ Anguule actually plays, starts playing actual good football. So we'll see on that. But I think Clemson probably wins this first game. I don't, I don't think Georgia Tech has a chance. Even on ten, I think was it last year, Georgia Tech had was like real close and beating them, even though they didn't. So I, I, I don't know. Georgia Tech's still not relevant in my eyes. So I watched the game, but I mean, Georgia Tech. They're not going to be any good as usual So um, let's see what else Is there to talk about college football Why I'm trying to think Is there any other stuff out there Oh here you know what I'll do this real quick Since we're on the topic of college football and all that other stuff I'm going to give you My top four Teams or my, my Final four I guess My final four for the college football playoffs I did some thinking a bit I actually did some more thinking about this one Than I actually just talked about the games a bit So obviously, I mean, it's been, you know, it's pretty simple. You go Alabama, you go Ohio State. Those are the easy ones. I'm going to throw in some wild cards in there. I'm going to throw in Texas A&M, and I'm going to throw in USC. So I got Alabama, Ohio State, A&M, and USC to make the playoffs. That's my Final Four, and I would probably guess if somehow you can get – Iowa Man Ohio State in the National Championship game, that would be my national championship game. And I think Ohio State wins the national championship this year. Yeah, I think it'll be a good one. Uh, I just think Ohio State's like I said, Ohio State's offense is just elite. It's just crazy good. I don't any I just don't see anybody beating them. I don't know how you can stop I don't know how you can slow down that offense. But like I said, we'll see this Saturday if Notre Dame can find a way to slow down that offense. But I think Ohio State wins the natty this year, so that's uh that is officially on the record that Ohio State wins Cincinnati this year. So, because you know, I just I, well, you know, I, I here I guess here are my like five and six teams are just looking inside in. I would have Georgia at five, and probably Oklahoma at six. I guess. So those are my teams looking outside or looking outside for within the top Final Four. So. Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this college football season. Regardless of what you think, you know, it's like, well, what's the point of the regular season? We all know who's going to be in the Final Four. Well, yeah, we do. Most of the time, it's going to be the same teams as usual because it's, you know, it's, it's them. It's Bama and Georgia, you know, Clemson and Ohio State and sometimes maybe even Oklahoma. It's, you know, the same roughly six to four teams every year, but you know, we still love to watch our college try to conform perform at a high level. We want to see our teams do well, regardless if they make the playoffs or not. We wanna see the pageantry, we wanna see the the fans. We wanna see the action. We wanna see like just upsets. We wanna see there's so much things about college football you just love about like I said, about the pageantry, the uh, fans, the ba- the Martian bands, the, the rivalries, and all this, like the stories out there. It's just, like, it's amazing stuff. There are some things about college football, you know, you can talk about, like, like I said, we can talk about that another day, about this whole realignment and where we're going in the future. But for right now, we just focus on what's going on today in college football. And we got football games, and I'm excited about them, and we are just let's just get this season going let's get saturday here and let's just let's just watch football from from a ele- from noon to about 10 o'clock at night that's the best part is from from noon to about nine to ten you're watching college football all day and you can care nothing else in the world so uh yeah that was today's episode so make sure you subscribe to the uh podcasts on apple spotify amazon google play or i'm not google play but just in google podcasts too i guess i found out that was on that's a platform i can you can find this podcast on because so you can also find this podcast on youtube it's it's you it's a tweet show podcast on youtube make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel as well and also make sure you subscribe or follow me on twitter it's twedt show on twitter twedt Show on Twitter, where you can find all my tweets and all that fun stuff and what I'm talking about in the sports world and maybe some other fun topics, stuff like that. Um, anything else to talk about? Oh, here are some um, future episodes to uh, watch out for. So I'm going to be doing the uh, football or the NFL preview with maybe my cousin Owen. Hopefully he can come on, but if not, I'll just do it myself. But I'm hoping. He, to have a second empo- or second voice on the NFL season this year, and I will be doing a review on another untold story, a sports story with Netflix. It's the uh, Tim Donaghy and NBA ref gambling on NBA games. So look out for that one for sure. So I'll probably do that one here pretty soon, or not pretty soon, but in the near future. Just you know, trying to get some, make sure I gotta get a schedule with. You got to look at, like, the football schedule and be like, okay, these are all the games. These are all the dates I can record and talk about this and that and all that other stuff. So, uh, like I said, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you are listening to this on. And subscribe to YouTube. Follow me on Twitter. And also follow me on TikTok, too. Well, I have, yep, I am on TikTok. You can find this podcast, or I guess you can find me in the podcast on TikTok. It's the tweet show, I believe. Let me make sure that's what it is. On the good old TikTok. Um let's see here. Let me pull it up. Let's see, it's it's the, the yep, the tweet show. It's just called the Tweet Show pop. it's yep, it's just called it's at Tweet Show on, on TikTok. So if you want if you're interested if you're on TikTok, you wanna watch some videos of mine, go right ahead. So like I said, I appreciate everybody listening. Go subscribe to everything I just said, and I'll see you guys next time.